All right. This one's easy. Stim- stimulus in the workout and how important it is. We're going to talk stimulus, writing how this program. I've already got something that's an example for you to start out, right? Scaling and stimulus. Perfect. I asked, I was actually at the gym the other day. I was asking a coach. I said, hey, are these snatches supposed to be unbroken? Or are we supposed to be drop them in two sets? Like what's, what's the plan for this workout? And she said, they're supposed to be unbroken. And so I immediately lowered the weight because I was right on that edge and I want to work on cycling. If that's the stimulus of the workout, that's what I want to work on. And so I lowered the weight immediately and I did everything unbroken. So I, it's really tough. I, I do most workouts RX, right? I can say that. I do most every workout RX and I can. I could have done that workout RX just fine and finished in the time frame that she said, but not the stimulus that they that was wanted out of that workout. So the point is, I guess the point is in this in and what I want you to talk a little bit on is gaming every single workout and not paying attention to the stimulus and how like how important it is and then describe some of the workouts as far as like give me an example of two workouts that, that the stimuluses would be different like one maybe heavy one maybe aerobic and so on and so forth uh so like there's a lot of different aspects to like when coaches are talking about the stimulus of a workout that goes into uh like that worry stimulus like basically like how so the overall like goal and especially in CrossFit is like trying to complete you know increase work capacity, you know what I'm saying? The ability to get like a certain amount of work done quickly or increase the amount of work you can get done in a set t- in a set time period. Uh-oh. Come on. You there? That's okay, I can still hear you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there we go. Sorry, they kinda of cut out on me. Um so we're trying to in- increase both of those two things. So you have to like look at an aspect like, okay, so Let's take uh, a workout like uh, we'll go with Fran. So that's twenty-one fifteen nine, and like the best athletes in the world can like get that in sub two minutes. Um, we're looking like for that style of workout to be kind of a sprint style, which is like we're trying to get around that three portion of, but we're definitely trying to be in under five minutes. Um, a good example of that is like it's a ninety, so it's not it's thrusters at ninety-five sixty-five, and um, uh, 20, and pull-ups. So if we look at that workout and the stimulus of it is supposed to be fast, so that tells you you're supposed to be able to, like, you have to look at it in two, in two aspects. One, can you do um, the, the, the thrusters unbroken and the pull-ups maybe in two sets? Uh, or can you do unbroken everything? You know what I mean? So if you, can't, if you have to break up everything multiple times in that workout, that's when you need to start scaling the weight. Uh, to make sure that you can actually hit the time frame. And that's what it's about is like we're trying to train different energy systems. Like there's, without getting into the science of it, like there's that sprint energy system, there's that mid-range, and then there's the longer, you know, workouts. So like how you approach those are going to be different. So if if, this, if Fran is supposed to be like a fast workout, how are you going to be able to, like, how do you need to scale the workout to make sure that you hit that time frame? Like there's a good example of a coach used before about how an athlete with a, 135 pound max one rep thruster could technically do Fran prescribed, but it would take them 15 to 20 minutes. You know what I mean? So like, we don't want that to happen. We want them to be able to achieve that workout. So that's going to be like, however that means like that scaling weight to reps, to movements, to achieve that, that's what we're working on. Um, so like that's, you need to be paying attention as far as like when coaches tell you like things need to be unbroken, it's because, it needs to be done in a certain time frame. 
or the weight needs to be light enough where that particular movement, you're not going to spend an inordinate amount of time on it. You know what I mean? Like there's times when you're going to adjust things here and there, but overall, like that's a good example. So another example would be like, let's see, what's a good workout. So uh, give, give me a longer workout. My, my, my mind's blanking. Well, you could there's so that. many right now, you know, filthy 50. So like if we go, if we go, if we do a workout, let's say like uh, the filthy 50, where it's like, you know, like five, six different movements, all 50 reps of each one of them. You know what I mean? That's a, a longer workout with more stamina based, not like power based. So you need to be able to kind of grind through those. But at the same time, the reps need to be the, the weight and, and, and the, the, excuse me, the weight is already light enough and things like that in that, in those, in that style of workout where you still need to keep it that way. So you're not having to, like, you're going to break it, but not breaking it so much where you're spending it in, like I said, an ordinary amount of time on one movement. Um, so it's, it's all about making sure that you need to know, like, if you need to go fast, like that type of intensity, or if you need to sustain a pace for a longer period of time, you need to know if, like, if that's the point of the workout or if it's the point of the workout, like if it's an interval style, it's the point to go like fast and then have a long period of rest, like, you know, a long rest period and then go fast again and seeing how long you can repeat that. All of those types of things are going to be, are, are, are the goal. So if we're talking like an interval style workout, let's go with a, a good one would be like, let's go 12, 10, 8, 12, 10, 8 of calorie bike, um, hang cleans and bar facing burpees. And we're saying we're going to do five intervals of that with, uh, let's say, five minutes of rest in between each one. That's a start. Actually, no, you know, cut that. I just did a workout the other day where it was like, so we it was 10 clean and jerks, unbroken, is 95, 65, and then it was a 10-calorie bike. Um, so, or excuse me, 15-calorie bike. You were supposed, like, and that was it. And there was five intervals of that with five minutes of rest in between each one that rocked my world. Like in a sense of like, I realized very quickly that I probably should, the weight was good for me, but I, I was doing the full 15 calories. So I probably like in the first three intervals, I was able to hit it. Like, I think I, I was finishing uh, probably right around a minute, less than a minute on each one, um, those first three. And then, and that was five minutes rest after each one. And then when I got to the fourth one, uh, my world came crashing down. So I wasn't able to sustain, and then my pace completely dropped off. So I wasn't able to sustain, sustain that for the fourth and fifth. And if an athlete can hold it for four and maybe not the fifth one, that's okay. But at the same time, like I would have told, like I wish I would have like scaled it back maybe like to 12 calories for myself and seeing if I could have maintained that. You know what I mean? So it's, there's a lot of different aspects as far as like hitting the stimulus of a workout, which with athletes, I would say don't understand because the point of the workout is not to RX a workout. The point of the workout that the RX a workout is a goal. It's not the point. The point of the workout is to hit the stimulus of the workout. Is it supposed to be fast? Is it supposed to be a sustained pace for a long period of time? Am I supposed to like be able to do like the gymnastics in two or three sets? Like, what is the point of this workout? Like, how am I, in order to make sure that the, like, the, either how fast I get the work done is in the time frame the coaches are looking for, or if I'm getting the amount of work done in the time frame they set is, is what, like, that's what you need to know. Like, you need to be asking the coaches, first of all, like, how long is this supposed to take or how many rounds and reps am I supposed to get? Start with that question, and then they can really start 
like building on top of that to tell you where, like what you should scale it to. Like that's just, you know, I wish I would have said that at the very beginning of this conversation, like a simplistic way of looking at it. Because once you go there, then you can really adjust the workout to make sure you're hitting the stimulus and the proper stimulus for each one. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. And, but it's a, it's a really hard thing to do mentally for like a lot of people because they just want, they, they feel like they're lesser if they like, my point was I want to work on barbell cycling with snatches. So I needed to do something where I could hold that, where it was going to be tough for that distance, but I could hold it for sure for that workout and go fast, like at the same time. So I wanted to work on that. I did not have a problem in my ego going down in weight. And then two other people or three other people are in there and they're doing it RX. And they did fine. That time frame was okay on the workout, but I heard them dropping the weight. And I'm like, if the stimulus is to cycle the barbell, right? Then that's in my mind, I'm, I don't need to do it RX. I need to work at this so I get better so that when the competition comes up, like the open or whatever, if I'm going to compete and I want to get better at cycling the barbell, I need to go ahead and scale the workout and cycle the barbell so that I improve later on down the line. So, I mean, it's, it's a, you talk about a point of like competing with other people in a class. I know you kind of just briefly touched on that. But so the majority of our training should be spent training. The training is hitting the stimulus of the workout. A small portion of it is going to be competing where you're really trying to like push yourself. Competing, I would say, is more of like testing yourself and seeing where you're at. Like that's a good thing about the open is like a lot of athletes ask like if they should go RX in the open or scaled. And if they have the ability to go RX and maybe they're not going to achieve the best score, they're still going to test themselves. And so that's an okay time to test themselves. But the rest of the time, they should be doing the majority of training or practicing in their workouts. You know what I mean? And when you're just find yourself every single day competing and you think competing is being able to check that box that says you RX the workout, no matter what your time frame is or score, that's better because you RX it. That's incorrect. Like in a perfect world, if every athlete walks into the gym, like for today, like a, a workout, if I say today, like, so what did we do today? We did a 10 minute AMRAP of 50. I did a 10 minute AMRAP of 15 pushups and 250 meter row. And I think I got like around six, I was into that seventh round which is kind of where I wanted to be. If I had a whole class of people doing that workout, if I scaled them, if I was a coach and coaching that, if I scaled them correctly, they would all be around that time, that, that, that work range. They would all get the same thing and vice versa. If that was like a four time workout where I did it differently, every athlete should be finishing around the same time. If we scaled it correctly, you're going to have an outlier here and there. That's going to be like a little bit like slower than the rest of the group or faster than the rest of the group. And that's okay. But you just don't like the, but the majority of people should be around the same time if everybody scaled it correctly. If you have half the class that is super, super fast and then half the class that is really, really slow at a workout, something was like messed up in the translation or in the explanation of the workout. And that's where you got to make sure like, like, and that's what I tell people. I said, you're the point of this today is not to, when you look at the scoreboard, if you're looking at the score and an athlete says RX, but you beat them in the workout. To me, that's in the sense of like maybe you got a faster time, like by two minutes. They may have. They, I'm not saying they did better than you because they RX did. That has nothing to do with it. If you the workout was supposed to be sub three minutes and you got a two minute time and they had a five minute time, you hit the stimulus of the workout. They did not. 
Like, that's what we're talking about. Like the, and, the, and that's, and that's the point of scaling is to, scaling is to make sure you hit, I would, and I told this in the class the other day, I would say, and I, and I may be the minority when I talk about this, that probably in any, in the CrossFit realm across the board, that 5%, and that's on the generous side, should be RXing every single workout of, of this 5% of the athletes. Everybody else should be scaling some aspect of the workout because you're trying to achieve a certain stimulus in that kind of thing. Yeah. And the stimulus is not always about hitting the time frame. Sometimes the stimulus is hitting the correct technique with the movement. You're talking about barbell cycling. The stimulus like maybe going unbroken, but at the same time, those unbroken reps are all correct. Like that's what we're talking about. Like do the work or do the work um, with a proper technique and then add speed. I mean, so like that's, I may take an athlete's reps down, weight down to make sure they're hitting the correct amount of technique, like the, the, the correct technique in there. And then we start adding speed. But overall, like when we talk about intensity, intensity is like the, the number one driver in adaptation, which means like getting better than any other thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that doesn't all, and like that, yeah, that means going fast and hard sometimes, but it also means like a lot of different aspects of intensity as well. But like, that's, what's going to get you fitter. It's not going to get you fitter to go slower and not hit the stimulus of the workout and just say, well, I did more weight. Like, that's not the point. You know what I'm saying? The point was to get more work done or to get that work done faster, right, in the time period we gave you. You may be super, like, I'm, I'm, I'm all about, like, people, athletes testing themselves at a certain point. And that's when we, there's certain workouts that coaches will program to test athletes, you know what I mean, to test the programming itself that they've been writing and to see if it's achieved what it's supposed to achieve. But if you're an athlete that every single day is coming in and competing or not really, or you're so concerned with hitting the workout RX and not hitting the stimulus, when those actual test workouts come, you're most likely not going to see the improvement that the coach is looking for. If you hit the workout and the stimulus provide like with the stimulus provided every single day for the majority of the time, you're going to see, I would say, a greater jump in your fitness overall when those test workouts come than you would if you didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... It's super super important, I think, to also note that you can still be competitive. What you said about like looking at your time, whether you scaled it and this guy did an RX and it's lower. I don't know how many times. I know you've heard me say it a bunch too, is that when people will come up to me, like say I do the workout RX, they're like, yeah, you know, I come up and high five them. They killed it. Like they beat me in a workout. Uh, And I'm like, dude, you killed it. Like you crushed that workout. And they go, yeah, but I scaled it. And I go, it's all relative. Like it's all relative. If I'm used to moving this, if I'm used to moving this weight and you're not, you're used to moving that weight. This is relative. We're on the same playing field now. Like you legitimately won, like you beat me. So it's good. I like competition. So that's the way my mind frame goes is like, it's all relative. And that's, and and that's the good aspect where you can actually use the class push or working out with other people. You can use that push if you're scaling the workouts correctly to hit the stimulus, like I, like your wife, I work out with her practically every single day. And I would say the majority of the time she's RXing a lot of like the weight for the workouts. And that's probably like my strength has always been kind of like, I, I can always get stronger, but I also make sure that I scale back the weight every single time to hit the stimulus of a workout. So I would say the majority of the time I'm doing lighter weight than her compared to like the RX version or whatever you want to say. But we never, like have that discussion about like the words never come out of either one of our mouths about like, yeah, but you are exit. Like she's still trying to beat me. And I'm still trying to beat her in the workout. But at the same time, I'm not like 
doing that at ex- I'm not doing it at the expense of adding weight. I never as gonna like gonna do that kind of a thing. Um, because the point is to hit the stimulus of the workout. If you both are hitting the stimulus of the workout and one of you RX it and one of you scales it, that's still a way to compete. And that's what I'm saying. Like and, and, and overall when class when if you if you program for a class and they and you're trying to get them all to finish around the same time, that's where that class push is gonna happen. You know what I mean? And especially if they scaled it correctly and everybody should be trying to like if I see an athlete that's maybe like doing less weight than me, but they're definitely hitting the stimulus of a workout, and so am I. That's going to be a good push for both of us. You know what I'm saying? Depending on where we're at. But how are you going to get a push from like your fellow athlete if they're going too heavy or not scaling movements correctly, so they're slowing way down? So like that push that you're looking for from somebody else is vanished because they're not scaling the workout correctly. So you now you got to find somebody else to push yourself against. Um, and at the same time, like I'm not selling athletes, but they should be always looking for someone to, to race against. The race is fun in a class setting, like that's gonna that's gonna make the workout more intense, which is an awesome thing. But make sure, like, that you're not taking yourself out of the game by not scaling the workout correctly. Yeah, and something you noted that was like really important about the scaling part, and we can kind of leave it at this one. And it's probably one of the most important things. The only way we're gonna get better at especially Olympic lifting and moving high volume and all this stuff is if we can do it with proper technique. Like we're never going to pass certain thresholds uh, unless we do that. When you said, you know, we're cycling it and maybe you want to scale down because you can't cycle it without proper technique. Like it looks ugly towards the end and maybe you muscle it through, but you didn't learn anything new if you didn't do it with the proper technique. You didn't build those muscles that need to go for the snatch, the clean and jerker, whatever. So the improvement comes from making but, sure and, and that all the stimulus is not just one stimulus. Correct. And that's the, and like, that's the whole the, the spectrum of like it's technique, consistency, then and only then intensity. But that doesn't mean that like – so if I have an athlete, that's decon- we'll say a deconditioned athlete that's really just kind of getting back into it and, and get them to do like a proper body weight squat, you know what I mean? And I'm putting them in a position like maybe they're squatting to a target, like a, like a med ball or something like that, and they're hitting depth, and it's tough for them to do that, and like, they do a certain amount of reps. And then I have the, another athlete that's been doing this for a while that's back squatting, you know, 275 or five sets of five. They're both hitting – the stimulus because but it's a different type of intensity for each one of them like so you said it's relative it's the same type like it's it could be as difficult for that athlete that's doing bodyweight squats to hit depth every single time right but do it correctly with correct technique and as the same it could be as difficult as the, as the athlete we're talking about that's back squatting 275 for five sets of five like on, on the spectrum that that's that's equally difficult all right for both of them and the engine, but to giving them that kind of thing. And that's what you have to look at as far as like where you're at individually as an athlete to make sure that you're, and that's where technique comes to evolve. Getting an athlete to lift an athlete, or to hit technique on a movement can be the intensity part for them in a workout. You know what I mean? So if I mean, especially, and that's where coaches need to make sure that they're drilling that into that athlete's head, like, you know, stick with this, you're going to get it. But and I've had athletes that have said, my gosh, that was so hard. Like you had me doing these bodyweight squats like to, and or perfect technique to a med ball for this many reps. And I was like smoked. I'm like, exactly. Like, that's what we're looking for. Because like, your body is having to adapt by finally doing it correctly, moving itself in space. 
but it's going through that adaptation and that's that's intense for your body right now for you as an individual athlete just like for the more experienced athlete back squatting 275 for five with perfect technique is just as hard for them you know what i mean and so that's where you need to know about progressive scaling and how to scale different athletes um but yeah don't try to like again don't skip steps all right that's it cool bud all right man